This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. I'm Brian Tetta, executive producer of The View. It's Monday, and I'm here with Sonny Hostin. This is Behind the Table. Okay, it is Monday, and I'm here with Sunny. Hello, Sunny. Hi, Brian. How are you? I'm well. We had a really interesting show today because we had Julia Roberts on. Great. Oh my gosh, <laughs> Hollywood royalty, a true movie star. Yes. I mean, yes. There's, there's no and th- so down to earth. Like I don't know what I was expecting because we meet so many famous mm-hmm. people here, but she just seemed just so normal. The the people like I've said this before, but the people that really impact me are the ones that were famous when I was twelve yes, and famous yes. now, and you know, seeing Pretty Woman as a kid, and and I see it every time it comes on. Yeah, of course, Notting Hill, and yeah. you know. Mystic Pizza. My best friend's wedding. My, oh, well, she was great in that. Yeah. Yeah. It, she's yeah. one of the, she's got all those movies that if you come on in the middle, you have to finish you, them. You finish watching them. Yeah. yeah. Completely rewatchable. Um, but it was exciting. And one of the things she talked about, like you said, she was down to earth and talking about relationships and things yeah. like that with us. She talked about secrets to a successful marriage. Yes. She said separate sinks. I have those. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I have, uh, oh. I have a, a, mm. I have room for it, but we don't have it. I think we have to redo mm. the bathroom. you got to redo the bathroom. It's it's a game changer. Yeah, I think so. Um, and Joy then, Behar actually says separate bathrooms, and I'm not sure about that because I like seeing my husband in the morning. Yeah. Like, I, I like that. And sometimes we argue over who gets to get into the shower first if we have to leave at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we need two shower heads. Oh, interesting. And that is something that actually we're working on. Oh, okay. But we like to share a bathroom but not a sink and one I don't I don't I like to never be not under the water. I understand. <laughs> All right. And then the other thing she said was kissing each other as much as possible. And yeah. and you talked a little bit about this. You said Manny is kind of affectionate. Yeah. And and do you not like that? Do you like that you were kind of on the fence? No, you know, it's interesting to me that when she said that it just sparked this memory for me because there is never a day that Manny doesn't kiss me before he leaves mm-hmm. and kisses me when he comes home. That's very sweet. And it's very sweet. And I guess I just take it for granted. But I believe that he's very intentional about it. Mm-hmm. Because he has mentioned sometimes, he's like, "You, uh, we should kiss each other every day. Yeah. And he's mentioned it. And I'm like... Because you're not just friends. You're, yeah. you're I'm like, husband well, and we, wife. I'm yeah. thinking to myself, well, we do. But now I realize he initiates that every single day. So that's something maybe he saw his parents do who were married for over 50 years. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I'm going to I think that was a little gem that she that she gave. I like it. I'm definitely more affectionate than my wife is in that ah. way. I think um, surprising no one who's listened to the podcast. <laughs> but I, I think, you know, it's Sarah Haynes goes on and on about these love languages and all that stuff. Yeah. Do you, do you, I, I, like I, I tune it out when she's talking I about do it. too. You do too, yeah. <laughs> but she made me take a quiz, and 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 I gave it to my wife too. And and we was had, it acts of service for your wife? It was acts of service for my wife. You saw yes. that coming, yes. yes. And and for me, it was uh, I affection, think, affection, yeah, and and reinforcement, yes, yeah. So that's interesting. Do you have any insight into what yours would be? Well, uh, I was asked to take that <laughs> <laughs> by Sarah Haynes or someone else. Someone else, one of my friends who's yeah. really groovy and like really into it, yeah. And apparently, um, this hippie stuff, my, yeah. it's too hippy dippy for yeah. me, but mm-hmm. my, uh, 
what I like is our acts of service. Yes, and, I'm not and, surprised. And I married a fix-it guy. So right. it's like, it's just so amazing to me. Like, I'll come home and like the back, my trunk wasn't closing. And then he's like, oh yeah, I ordered a port. Your trunk closes now. I'm like, that's so sweet. Like, that is good. Know, I don't know. There's something about it. And I, I, my love language is that I am uh, like a caretaker. Like I, I like to cook for everybody mm-hmm. and I, I like to make sure everybody's okay and you know, things like that. There's also a receiving gifts one, but I, I that's think not that's me. not you. You get yourself your gifts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and it's yeah. funny because one of my friends said, oh, I, I would think that you like to receive gifts. And I'm like, no, no, because, see, people don't necessarily know what you like. Right. I know what I like. You pick like. your own gifts. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, they come in the forms of livestock or diamonds. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Although I'm on a hiatus because Manny asked me what I wanted for Christmas, and I said that I wanted the Nigerian dwarf goat. Sure. He said no. Maybe he's just like setting the bar low, and he's going to surprise n- you. No, no, he's not. No. No. All right. Well, come on, and Manny. Then I, if you're and listening. then I mentioned ducks, and then and he said no. Wow. All right. And so I mean, I'm getting livestock. I wish I, I. I'm not going to get you a Nigerian dwarf goat, but um, I wouldn't want to risk I Manny's want, wrath. I want. You need two too because they. They, they need, get lonely? Yeah. They, they need physical touch. Yeah, they get lonely. <laughs> That's their love language. All right. Well, speaking again about Manny, you said on the show today that you're in a heated debate in your house. Yet you another scandal in the hostel. Scandal. Yes. About fake or plastic trees. I feel passionately about this as well. We're on a different, you do? We're on a different page here, I think. Yeah. So you ordered a big gold tree for your house. Nine foot tall. Nine foot tall. That's beautiful. It's gorgeous. I like a big tree. It's gorgeous. And Manny hates it. Tell me more about this. Well, look. There has been a shift in momentum for me in mm-hmm. terms of how the holidays. I, I celebrate them big, always have, since I was a little kid. It's my mother's favorite holiday. At one point, um, it took over Thanksgiving for me. Now Thanksgiving's my favorite holiday. Because I just feel like all the gifts and all of that, but the decorating part I really enjoy. So we used to go and chop down a tree when we were mm-hmm. younger, right? Because yeah. like, we've been married 25 years. It's a big effort. Then... We used to go to a tree farm and pick out a tree, and then they would chop it down for us, and then we would put it on the top of the car and mm-hmm. bring it in, and Manny would carry it and put it in the th- And we always got these big fluffy trees because those are the ones that I like. Then I started ordering a tree, and then they would just deliver, deliver the tree. It. And then it's like getting rid of that big tree. I never know if they're going to be recycled properly. And okay. I'm very into climate change now because yeah. my son is really into it and has been talking about the world that I'm leaving him and his children mm-hmm. and family. And I just thought, oh, well, if I get a fake tree, then I'm not cutting down a tree. Okay. Um, it's such a good idea. That. And I thought gold is like so festive because I feel like a fake green tree. Right. What's the point? It's like a fake tree. But this is a statement piece. And then my daughter, who's an artist, said yes. <laughs> and that's all I needed to press place order. There we go. And then Gabriel all of a sudden is like, fake gold tree. What's happening in this house? And I didn't think he took it that seriously. And then he tells me this stat about how it's better and eco-friendly to have a real tree. Oh, no. And Manny was like, gold tree? How tacky. And then everybody turned on me, except for Paloma. We're going to need to see the tree on Instagram or something, if you don't mind. I, I need, we, need to, we need people to weigh in on this. Well, now I feel like I can't put it up. We'll be judged. Because I think I'll be judged. Yeah. 
I mean, so I'm I'm a real tree guy. It's the smell. It's the tradition. You can buy a spray. To, it's to, not the same. It smells exactly the same. And I, like, I bought the spray. It smells exactly the same. It smells like really? a real tree. I bought the spray. I like carrying it in from the top of my car after we I get it. I don't like that and, anymore. You know, I, I, I what don't do you know. do afterwards with all the needles and they're well, everywhere? Where we put our tree is very close to the front door. So I can make it. Yeah, I can make that. it pretty quick out without getting. We I mean, it's bad, too. but it's not that bad. And yeah. and I'm always late taking it down, so there's like dried. Well, we don't. We celebrate Three Kings Day, so we can't take ours down until after January sixth. We use that as an excuse for why I haven't taken the tree down, but <laughs> that, that's the thing for me too. The decorations. You know, I've got two young girls, and 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 my yeah. wife loves to decorate, so it's a big deal. The thing for me is, we have so our attic is filled with just nothing but giant tubs of different holiday decorations your wife and i are the same person i think so and we've got in christmas it's like seven or eight you've tubs you've got to have christmas you've got to have easter you have to have halloween decorations yep. you have to have thanksgiving decorations my little redheads we have saint patrick's day decorations yep. saint patrick's day that makes um, sense we have i have uh, three kings decorations yeah it, it, it's a and we have gen, generic fall not when halloween's oh, yes, over yes yes i have yeah. uh the fall yeah yes i and have those the tubs are heavy Yes, and, they and they're in the attic. So I got to go up like three flights of stairs. I got to carry them up. I got to carry them Your down. Your kids aren't old enough yet. Now, no. Now that's a job for the children. I, I mean, it's going to kill me. <laughs> if, this is what, if, if it's not the show, it's carrying it's, these tubs. I mean, I have two black Santas that are about six feet tall. Mm-hmm. But now that's a job for the children. I, I think that's that's true. <laughs> All right. So you, you talked about how we were getting back and forth on your tree. What did this, how did the studio audience react today? Well, there was a split, in my opinion. Okay. Um, when I showed the beautiful gold tree, mm-hmm. I saw one man go, oh. <laughs> and I got a couple of thumbs <clears throat> down. Really? And then our stage director, Paul, goes, oh, Lord, when he saw it. <gasps> I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, do you want right. to Yeah, it? I want to see it now. Let's see it live. Let's okay. get a live take. Okay. You're going to see how beautiful it is. All right. Oh. <laughs> It's more yellow than gold. It's gold. It's gold. I was picturing something different. It's beautiful, isn't it, Brian? It's it's canary yellow. No, it's not. It's like Big Bird in tree form. No, it's not. <laughs> I'm not saying it's not beautiful. It's just not what I was expecting. It's gorgeous. Uh, and there are white lights in there, I'm assuming? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's very pretty. It's very pretty. The the wrapping paper is gorgeous in the presents. You like that. said that it that it looks like Big, Big Bird. Bird. I like Big Bird. Who doesn't like Big Bird? I'm a fan of Big Bird. Oh I think it's 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 no, it's very nice. I'm sending it back. It's very nice. No, no, don't do that. I was exp- I thought it would be more metallic. I was picturing like you know that the, would be tacky. That would be tacky. This, that would be the Trump this version. Is this is not, not the Trump tacky. Version. This is elegant. Yeah, I mean, listen, you are far more stylish than I am. I mean, I, I'm I'm definitely. And my artist daughter yeah. thought it was great. I bet she did. I, she bet she knows more than I do. And again, I'm not asked or allowed to contribute to any of my uh, Christmas decorations. I the my contribution to my Christmas tree was a Star Wars ornament that replays the scene where Han Solo gets frozen. <laughs> oh, I like that And it goes one. on for like a minute and a half. It's fantastic. I'll add it to my Twitter later today, guys. You know, um, I'm going to take down the yeah. tree. It's fine. All right. Well, well, we'll talk more about this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. This is according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash view. Just go to Indeed.com slash view right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash view. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Woodward and Bernstein. Pen and paper. Wine and cheese. What about the perfect pairing when it comes to growing your business? That's you and Shopify. (coughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business, from the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're delivering daily digests or serving sensational scoops, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the Internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. No matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and Shopify's the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's extensive help resources are there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash view, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash view now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash view. Hey, I'm Andy Mitchell, a New York Times bestselling author. And I'm Sabrina Kohlberg, a morning television producer. We're moms of toddlers and best friends of 20 years. And we both love to talk about being parents, yes, but also pop culture. So we're combining our two interests by talking to celebrities, writers, and fellow scholars of TV and movies. Cinema, really. About what we all can learn from the fictional moms we love to watch. From ABC Audio and Good Morning America, Pop Culture Moms is out now wherever you listen to podcasts. Now, the other part of this, and I'm sorry to make this all about holidays, but is it true you're not a fan of holiday music? This has been a hot... So, not at all? I only like one song. What song? Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. And I play it on a loop while we're decorating. And my kids start saying, don't we have any of the music to play? And I'm like, no, it's Donny Hathaway. I also like Feliz Navidad. I like Feliz Navidad, too. I will listen to that one. I have a finely tuned Christmas mix that I've worked on for over 20 years (laughs) where both of those songs are on it. And it goes on for days, yep. but I'm very proud no, of it. No, mine is just Donny Hathaway. All right. Well, I, 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 like, I have Christmas music all the time. I don't like it starting too early, but we have it all the time. So it's, for someone who likes the decorating and likes the season. I love decorating. All right. But now you have yellow trees and hate Christmas music. I'm just it's concerned. It's not yellow. Okay. It is, it is gold. Do you watch Christmas movies? I love Christmas movies. What do you like? 
Oh, gosh. I love Elf. Mm-hmm. You know, you're sitting on a throne of lies. Yes. I love that. Best Man Holiday you talked <laughs> I love about. Best Man Holiday. Um, I'm ashamed to say that I have never seen any of the Chev- the Chevy Chase oh, Christmas movies. That's a so classic. that's something that I'm going to do this this because my, my mm-hmm. husband loves them. Right. We have different sense of humor. Sure. Um, I don't know that you'll like it. Yeah, I don't think I will. No. He, he likes like Monty Python and stuff like that, and I don't really like any of that. It's a little more scatological than you like usually, yeah. too. I don't I'm think not, that's really your thing. I don't really think I'm going to like it, but yeah, I I'm like going yeah. to watch it. Um, I love all of the cartoons. I love the Rudolphs, like the clay animation ones. Me, too. So I watch all of those. My favorite is I, Mr. He, Miser. Yeah, they I never play that one anymore. Love, they do. Yeah, they, they do? do? Okay, yes, good. Yes, I love that. I love any Hallmark movie. Well, th- this reminds me because years ago, I... I Brought you in on Twitter because of a legal argument about Frosty the Snowman. Do you remember this? <laughs> yes. A okay. Little, because a the, the storyline of Frosty the Snowman is an evil magician loses his hat. Yes. Throw, and it and, and it's blown away. Yes. And they put it on the snowman. And he becomes alive. alive. And then the guy wants his hat back. Yes. And so who owns the hat is a question. And does remove since removing the hat kills Frosty, what is the legal ramifications? I would say that. Does the hat belong to Frosty? You belong to the magician. Does not belong to Frosty. Right. Even even though removing unless, it, unless the magician, evil magician, would like to gift him the hat. Wow. All right. So that's a that's a hot take. But we'll have to talk I, more I, about this. I, I think so. I'm going to check though with some of my legal expert look, friends. Look, come back to us. Maybe on I'm that. wrong. No, I, that's what you said a couple that, years ago too. Did I? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're consistent. If nothing else. All right. Um, Another legal argument going on. Last week on the podcast, you accused Joy of taking your vacuum, which she denied. Anna, she denied that? She denied it. She said, uh, when would she ever use a vacuum? Okay, and, this is this is why. And Bernie doesn't shed, she said. Bull. <laughs> I call BS uh-huh. on that because the hairs that were in mm-hmm. the vacuum looked a lot like Bernie Behar's hairs. Yes. And for a fact, her husband, Steve, has told me that he sheds. Oh, all How right. about that tea? We're going to have to depose Steve. Okay. I like that. All right. And then Anna Navarro heard the background information on this because uh, I forgot to ask her on Friday. Enraged at the idea of it. She's enraged about a lot of things right now. But um, she said, uh, I, 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 so she, just the idea that she would take the vacuum. Absolutely not. Is there any circumstances? Well, I mean, she was the only other backup because I thought I saw hair also in the vacuum that looked a little cha-cha-esque. Mm-hmm. But... I'm still... Chacha's so tiny you could vacuum her up. Exactly. She's so tiny. And Anna keeps her very well groomed. Yes, she does. And Chacha spends a lot of time in my dressing room. Mm -hmm. So it's quite possible that I vacuumed once. Right. Got a little Chacha hair in there. And then Behar stole the vacuum. And then the Bernie hair got in there. There's also the chance that Joy didn't do it herself but sent one of her, her people. It could have been that as well. Yeah. Because, like, you know, get rid of this hair. And I should have kept the hair, but yeah. I didn't. No. I didn't keep we the evidence. We emptied it out. Yeah, I emptied it out. You emptied it out. All right. Thanks, Brian. You're welcome. Um, all right. <laughs> Active service. So coming back to uh, hot topics, there's another hot topic we haven't done yet on the show. Maybe we still will, but it hasn't made the cut about Felicity Huffman and the college applications. Mm. And it kind of reminded me of the conversations we've mm. been talking about with Paloma. Yeah, She just broke her silence on the admission scandal that gripped the nation a couple of years ago. She talked about serving 11 days in jail for yeah. paying to help get her daughter into college. What do you think about what she said? She said, it, it was sort of like my daughter's future, which meant I had to break the law. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it felt like I would be a bad mother if I didn't do it, so I did it. She was a bad mother for doing it. Right. 
Yeah, I um, I actually un- appreciated that she took responsibility for it. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was troubled by was the fact that she didn't tell her daughter she was going to do that. And, you know, we raise our kids the best that we can, and some kids are going to be best, better test takers than others. Sure. Um, some kids, and, and, and quite frankly, at this point, it, these, these exams are optional uh, for something like over 95% of the schools. But I, I just feel that let your child be great. Mm-hmm. Give them all the support systems that they need. Um, but that's where it kind of has to end when it comes to a situation like a college application. I mean, there's no question that when I was applying, you know, I didn't have a lot of money, so I didn't get all the, the prep courses or anything like that. I made sure that my kids had prep courses. Right. I wanted them to be prepared. Um, but the scores that they got, they got. And you gave them every opportunity you could to succeed. Right. But you can't cheat. Right. Right. And and she actually took, in my opinion, her daughter's agency away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a very dangerous thing. It's um, interesting because you, you've parent. been on the record as someone who said they'll bury the bodies. Yeah. To protect and I, and kids. I say that yeah. all the time. And it's I'm saying it facetiously, people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I didn't raise killers, so I'm no. not going <laughs> to have to bury the body is my point. Right. You know, like you do the right. Mm-hmm. You try to raise empathetic, kind, loving, wonderful people, human beings. And um, am I going to defend them and stick up for them if I think that there's been an injustice? Yes, I am. But if they've done something, you know, there are consequences. The one thing I will also say about Felicity is that, you know, I don't like this cancel culture. And you know that Mm -hmm. about me. I do. I believe in consequence culture. So... Should she ever like there are people that are like they none of those actors should ever work again. And I just disagree with that. You know, you shouldn't be judged by the worst thing that you've ever done. Mm -hmm. And she did a bad thing, but she took responsibility. I think she was the first person to take responsibility for it, then had to, you know, tell her daughter that she didn't believe she could do it. Could do it, which is a terrible thing. I'm sure her daughter's gonna be I'm sure they're in therapy over that. Mm -hmm. And then you know, she paid the consequences. Eleven jail. If anyone has ever been to a prison, regardless of the the, the prison, whether or not they think it's federal prison is like such a country club, right. it really isn't. You're stripped of your humanity in a way. You're 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 forced to eat at a certain time. You're forced to sleep at a certain time. You are strip searched. You mm-hmm. you are dressed. And I've seen all of this up close and publicly and shamed. Hurt, and you're I mean, publicly shamed. She took her responsibility. Let the woman work. Yeah. No, I, I agree with that. I agree she, with that. She handled the consequences. She's great actress, too. Yeah. Um, all right. We're going to end on this. Joy told a story about talking to Trump supporters um, outside <laughs> of Trump Tower and wanting to understand where they were coming from. I, I feel like— I've seen it. Yeah, you've seen this. You've seen her do this. It always makes my heart stop when she does it. I, I was scared to death. She did it when we were in the Bahamas. And literally, they were like, oh, Joy Behar. They started it, though, yeah. in the Bahamas. Joy Behar, Trump 2024. And she was like, he's going down. And she became this crazy <laughs> lunatic person and gets into this discussion. And I'm, like, kind of pulling her arm a little bit. Right. And then, like, one of our producers was looking at me with the most terrified eyes. <laughs> but by the end of it, they were taking pictures with her. So I didn't really understand. She wins them over. She yeah. wins them over because Joy is so great. I personally... As you know, I was outside 
our building. Mm -hmm. And some of the construction workers started yelling at Anna Mm -hmm. um, and me Mm -hmm. and yelling, Trump 2024. And I was like, he's going to jail. And then I'm like, what am I doing? (laughs) What's the upside? There's no upside. upside. I don't know why I did that. Like Anna just kept on walking. And I was like, you need to watch the January 6th committee hearings (laughs) instead of yelling at women. I went crazy. Poor Poor Sammy, our security guard, ran yeah. out because yeah. I'm yelling at this guy. Yeah. He was totally taken aback. I just, there's no point in that. Okay? There's no point. People there's no feel upside. the way that they feel. I don't know why Joy thinks she needs to get into their heads. Yeah. I have people in my family. One of them recently said something so insane to me about former President Obama. And <laughs> You know, I just let them think what they think. I I think every day we do a pretty good job of outlining the issues. Yeah. And I think we I try to stick to the facts. Yeah. The facts, ma'am. And I'm not going to do it on my off time. I'm not going to have these discussions. As uh, Anna said when she was here, you know, if you want to if you want to argue with her, book her as a speaker and pay for it. I agree. I agree. (laughs) You want me to debate? Pay me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, because I debate here because I get paid to do it. Exactly. I like to be just nice. Yeah, and I think Joy does it for sport. <laughs> she does. <laughs> she debate whether she's being paid or she not. Enjoys That's she enjoys it. She does. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, that is wonderful. All right. So we have um, a great great week of shows coming up. We had a great mm-hmm. show today. More to come. Yes. And it, we're in the countdown to, to our Christmas show, and that'll yes. be fun. And uh Brace yourself because there'll be Christmas music. Yes, but I like Darlene Love. (laughs) Well, there we go. All right. Thank you so much. Um, If you're enjoying the show, please leave us a review. Follow us. I'm loving reading them. I love seeing the ratings. Mm -hmm. I read every single one. So please keep it coming. And uh, tune in. He does. I do. I do. (laughs) And uh, tune in all week. We have lots of fun and surprises. Thank you for joining me, Sonny. Tomorrow I'll be back with the list. Thanks for listening. People who disappear without a trace. The most notorious murder cases in New York. Pure evil. And the most devious killers. There's a Hannibal Lecter feel to him. For chilling true crime stories, follow the True Crime NYC podcast wherever you listen.